guys, welcome to the More Love Podcast. I am KR Moore. And I'm Clavia Moore. On our podcast, we'll talk about life, love, family, friends, and anything else you guys want to throw at us. Let's jump right into an all-new episode. guys and welcome back to the more love family podcast welcome welcome i am clavia moore and i am kr moore and this is kayla say hi kayla and we are on episode number 11 today number 11 almost done the season yeah yeah we're going pretty strong again as usual thank you guys for your ongoing support uh yeah we uh we have some great topics for you today, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we want to jump right into our first segment, which is called... What's Happening? What's Happening? So guys, today on What's Happening, mm-hmm. I was scanning, scrolling through the internet, mm-hmm. and came across... No, actually, Karga came across this video on Instagram, so it wasn't me today, guys. It wasn't me. Mm. He was scrolling through Instagram and got this video on Instagram TV, which took me down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So the video was talking about Pornhub. Mm. Right? Okay. Listen, it popped up on my phone as some sort of ad. I just want to know what he was searching. I promise you, I wasn't on no Pornhub. I'm just putting that out there from that. It popped up on an ad? Yeah. It was was an ad for a petition. Well, you know what happens, right? The things you search for, it automatically whoa, whoa, pops whoa, up whoa, whoa, whoa. in your newsfeed ads. Whoa, whoa. No. <laughs> let's not go. Let's not go here. Uh. Okay. So, no, this is not the typical, like, Pornhub or whatever. So, basically, it was a video um, asking for petition, people yeah. to sign the peti- a petition to shut down Pornhub. So, I don't know if you guys know... Um, how videos get on Pornhub. So mm-hmm. Pornhub is like the YouTube of porn, right? Yeah, that's a good way to put um, it. Because people basically have accounts and they can upload, upload videos, videos right? for other people to stream and other people to view. Mm-hmm. And I think they were saying like Pornhub gets like millions of new videos billions. every month, I believe, right? Yeah. So if basi- not billions. If not billions. Mm-hmm. So basically Pornhub, this video... Um, is asking for people to sign the petition to shut down Pornhub. The reason being is that they say Pornhub has videos on there mm-hmm. of sex traffickers, mm-hmm. um, people getting raped. Like actual rape. Um, actual rape. On, on camera. Videos, like, mm-hmm. of the assault. They said there was, like, a 14-year-old, I think, uh, that was raped on, on video, and they they, they had to, to, to get down or something like that. And they said it took them six months before they took it down. And they got millions of views. Millions of views. And they also said there are a lot of videos for child pornography on there. Guys, Mm -hmm. when I say I was shocked because I was like, Pornhub? Like the Pornhub that everybody uses. um, Celebrities have admitted to having accounts for Pornhub so they can watch porn. Mm -hmm. I was like... Literally, I was so surprised when I heard this. Yeah, um, I was but, So I went down the rabbit hole. I hopped on the internet and I was Googling um, it. Up? No. Oh. What? <laughs> I'm just talking. Okay. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right, this is serious, oh, yeah. guys. No. Like, I went on the internet and I was Googling, you know, Pornhub and sex trafficking and stuff like that. Pornhub and child pornography. So it comes up 
that. So the first thing is that, like Karga was saying, like KR was saying, mm-hmm. is that, um, yeah, they have women who were sexually abused. It was filmed and uploaded to Pornhub. And they literally had to beg and petition the owners of Pornhub Mm -hmm. to have the video removed. And it took months for them to remove the video. And they profited off of it. And they profited off it because people have premium accounts that they pay for to see certain videos, I guess, and stuff on there, right? I don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. But I guess it would be like how YouTube has like a subscription service now. Right. Right? right. Um, There's also videos of underage girl who was underage girls who was um, sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. and it was recorded and uploaded to Pornhub as well. Oh, you're talking about one girl. There was one girl, yeah, a 15-year-old girl. Okay. Um, Other, they found other underage girls. They found child pornography on there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's a group of people, I forgot who they're called, um, but it's a company and basically what they do is they scour the internet for like child pornography and child right, right. sexual assault so that, and stuff like that and report that it. that who found, uh, found that's out That's who that found some of the sex trafficking on, stuff. On, uh, on, on Pornhub? Hmm. They found some of this, um, the child pornography stuff, but the one with the 15-year-old girl with mm-hmm. her rape, um, it was actually her lawyers. Like it was a case, right? You know, she right, right, reported right. it. And her lawyers had to um, petition Pornhub and, you know, beg the I mean, the owners to take her video that's down. That's sad, man. Like, if, if, I mean, it's one thing if you didn't know that it was there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But once, like, it was brought to your attention, why, why are they begging? To have it taken down. Or petitioning or having to do uh pursue litigations or anything like that for you to take it down because there are sick you know people out there yeah and Pornhub probably made a lot of money off that videotape let's like it is That's what true. it is it's I, gross I mean, and but there are sick people out there who have these premium accounts and they pay to see that stuff that that's right it's that's nasty. crazy to me it's 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 scary man it's it's because weird and you, scary we're also we're parents and mm-hmm. it's like to hear that these 14 15 year old uh, girls um, getting getting raped, getting raped and just getting like, snatched up and yeah. possibly you know and uh, and I think we we touched on this briefly on the uh, last episode on the last episode but uh, there was a post of a, a, a guy that got arrested for sex trafficking I think several hundred women um, uh, who no. all turned out to be black no we didn't mention that actually we, we I think we mentioned it briefly we said we would have gotten in, gotten into it uh, this mm-hmm. episode, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, but this man, okay, won't name, won't give names. Yeah. Um, in the U.S. was arrested last year, so 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's still he's like you know on now. trial right now. Mm-hmm. I think his trial started in January or something, but for sex trafficking, several hundred women, mm-hmm. all of them who are black. Including and gave, ch- uh, children. Including underage girls and gave some of them HIV. Yeah. Can I say racism to another level? Next. Because level. if I you were up. just a sex trafficker, you're just going to target women. Period. In, period. Just women. But I mean. Regardless of their skin. Not saying that. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not but okay. But this is like racism form, to the. 
yeah, to the highest to level. the highest level, like not highest level, not but highest. It's but another form of racism that I've never seen. Like targeted only black women, Spec- like hundreds. You talk hundreds of women. You know, luckily like, it didn't get to the thousands, but just hundreds. Um, and they were, they were all black, and that was shocking. To I've me. never seen that in my life. But that's why we kind of touched on, um, you know, educating our youths from young about certain things. Yeah. You know, on the last luring episode. girls yeah. in too. So if if you haven't seen the last episode yet, yeah. just jump back and yeah. watch that one. We'll probably throw a card in here. Yeah. Because um, bas- yeah, because yeah, basically his, I think it said for his case, mm-hmm. um, the girls that I guess reported him or whatever, they'd report him to the police. Mm-hmm. It was basically him paying them for sex acts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, hmm. crazy. So, All right, yeah, that was uh, it's a pretty good segment. Um, yeah, I really liked your. I, I love your segment. Thank you. Your segments are good. Uh, and uh, this time I have my own segment. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get into my segment. Ponder this. <laughs> uh, he's working on it, guys. He's working on it. <laughs> All right. All right. So ponder this. A video... I was uh, scrolling through uh, my Instagram today and a video popped up. I'm not sure when it was posted, but it seems like it was pretty recent. Don't don't uh, get mad at me, but I, I, I forgot to hit save. I'm going to try to find it back so we can post it. But uh, there was a traffic stop. A black man was pulled over. Immediately when the officer gets to the car, he asked him to step out of the vehicle. The man right away pulls a gun on the officer and tell him like no 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 don't back up you come stand right in front of me and he has a gun pointed at the officer and he's like uh this is the only way i feel safe right now because y'all mother effers y'all done killed six about six of us already on these on these traffic stops um and he had the officer at gunpoint and he goes i just want to know why i got my gun right here why did you pull me over? Why was I stopped? Uh, and the officer just stood there in shock. He was, I guess, uh, caught off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he couldn't answer. And they asked him again, why did you pull me over? And then uh, in a flash, the officer just turned and ran. He took off. <laughs> he took off. He was scared. And then I guess the guy drove off. Uh, that's where the video ended. So um, I'm assuming nothing else came of it um, at the scene. Who knows if he uh, got charged after or anything like that. Uh, they probably had his plates at that point. But my question is, what do you, What are your thoughts? Do you think he was, you know, given the climate right now, the current climate, do you think he was right? I mean, we know that it's not right to pull a, a, a firearm with an officer, but given the climate, do you think in any way, shape, or form he was right? To, to pull out a weapon to try to defend himself before the officer, you know, escalated the situation where he thought it was going to end up. Uh, or do you think he should have just cooperated? Again, thinking about this, given the climate, because I was just trying to rack my brain about it all day. I think it's a good way to get yourself killed. It is. That's the first thing that I thought. Because that could have went a whole... Other way, whole other way, 
But I mean, the officer was there. He didn't have his hand on his gun or nothing like that. But immediately he started acting a little, I don't want to say aggressive, but it's like, step out of the vehicle. Step out of the vehicle. And, and the guy's asking, why, well, why did you pull me over? And then he's like, I want you to put that on the dashboard. I guess it was his phone or something. Mm. So he puts the phone there. Um, uh, and I guess uh, there was somebody else recording. And then he pulls his gun out quick. Well, I think like he did sound aggressive, right? Yeah. Or just more authoritative. Because mm-hmm. I think that cops put on this voice. Yeah, when they, they pull, put on it. They want to sound more authoritative and more assertive. I feel like it's more powerful. Right? I feel like it's only with So black it's like a though, cop voice. I They're hear, not I trying hear. to sound all friendly, like, hey, what's going on? Um, just to let you know, I'm pulling you over because your headlight is out or your plates are expired. Like, they're not trying to approach what you. Like I, that. I've heard, I've heard uh, on videos, pullovers of, of white uh, drivers like that. Oh. Where it just sounds more like, hey, well, I'm damn. To a friend. There was one video uh, uh, also that had, I think, resurfaced. Um, of a white cop pulling over I think it was a white woman and she was she was kind of crying and she was being hysterical and he goes no you're okay we only shoot black people remember and I was like wait a minute what wow. you know what I mean wow um, but yeah that was a completely different video uh, and there's just so many of these incidents that and videos that has started resurfacing ever since the movement really picked up uh, steam this year and it's just crazy watching some of these but yeah back to the initial video mm-hmm. I just want to know what your guys thoughts are because like I know that it's wrong right but at the same time I'm like well, are you wrong for doing it right now because let's say that he didn't where would have this where would this end up anyway mm-hmm. would he have had the opportunity to drive away um yeah, it's 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 a tough one to me. Well, you know what they said: an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Is that how that's, it goes? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So yeah. I, I was just trying to figure out where, like, I know where I stand. Like, you know, that's obviously breaking the law. We don't know if it was a licensed firearm or not. But at the same time, I kind of I kind of want to say that I can't really blame him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. After seeing so many incidents, so many times of these routine traffic stops end up in uh, another black man dead mm-hmm. then you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah that's where I'm at with it yeah so that's my segment ponder this so you guys could leave your comments down below uh, and let me know your thoughts on that uh, just to see where you guys stand on it you mm-hmm. know what I mean uh, alright what's next let's get into our main segment alright so today we're gonna be Discussing mm-hmm. the N word. Dun dun dun. Right. Well, more so reclaiming that. Reclaiming the N word. Keep hearing this thing. Reclaiming the N word. Um, and the reason why I think we're discussing this because it's a lot of young, the younger generation talking mm-hmm. about reclaiming the N word yeah. and using it freely and letting other people who are non-black use it around them. Yeah. And it's important to us because we have kids who are going to be growing up in this new wave, new movement, new culture, whatever you want to call it. Right, right. And I sure as hell don't want my kids using it. I don't use it. 
Yeah. I don't write it. I don't speak it. Yeah. Neither do I. I mean, you the did odd when you were one here and now, here and every now and then, <laughs> but like, you know, it's not something that you really hear in my vocabulary on a regular day. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But so, I, I, I've, I have seen young kids come around, um, especially when I was in the studio. Uh-huh. And you know, with their, with their little Caucasian friends and their little white friends are there. Why they gotta be little? Because I'm bigger than them. Okay, okay. <laughs> but like they'll, they'll come in and be like, "Yo, man, my nigga is this, my nigga is that," and I'm like, "Yo, hold up, that's not happening here." You know what I mean? It's not. And I okay. break it down for them real quick yeah. and I nip it in the butt. And I'm like, "Nah, that's not happening." You know? And and the black the. the, the when this particular incident happened, the black kid jumped in, was like, "Yeah, man, you know, we're just trying to reclaim the word." And I'm like, "What does it even? What does, what that, does even that mean? mean? What do you mean? How are you reclaiming the word? That word was kind of put in place to hold or keep black uh, folks beneath. It was used as a weapon against was, yeah. us, right? It was used to, you know, put us down mm-hmm. in all types of ways. So I don't, I don't see this as." A way to reclaim the word by allowing your little friends around you to, you know, yo, nigga, this, nigga, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think they're looking for a way to de-weaponize the word mm-hmm. and to take all the heavy meaning off of it. Yeah. But I think they also forget the strong feelings behind the word. Mm-hmm. From people who it's been used against. Mm -hmm. Um, For people who lived in a time where that word was used freely by non-people of color. Yeah, people of non-color, yeah. People of, yeah. (laughs) By people of non-color. Yeah. And it was used against us. Mm -hmm. And how it made us feel. Yeah. Right? Because even still today, if somebody uses that word... Yeah, it triggers you. you With a little bit of venom behind it or a little bit of attitude behind it, Mm -hmm. like, things will pop off. Yeah. Right? So I think they need to be careful when they're hanging with their group of friends and they're letting their white, Asian, Greek, Italian, whatever, Spanish... Yeah. Friends use that term so lightly. Mm-hmm. Suppose this person, their friend, goes around another group of black people and then uses and it think, lightly, thinking it's okay. Heaven forbid they do that. Like, what will happen? Yeah. It's heaven like forbid said, one of it our would, kids would, would pop off. Heaven forbid one of our kids bring one of their little friends home and they think it's okay to use that. Because yeah. our kids aren't like, they will not be allowed to use it, period. I mean, they bring their friends here. I'll tell me getting my ass whooping. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Why does it have to be Okay, Timmy? okay. No, all right. I'll tell you about the name. Like, But yeah, um, I definitely think I understand where they're trying to go with it mm-hmm. and where they're trying to head with it. Right. I don't think that's the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think if anything, and you want to try to reclaim... Uh, Anything. Anything, I guess. Um, start educating your friends. You know what I mean? You learn uh, about the history, do your research, do, you know, learn about black history, and then 
educate your friends if you want to you know reclaim you know what i mean mm -hmm. but we can't forget what that word meant or where it came from and the history behind it and the and the fighting and the struggles that happened behind it from yeah. those way before us yeah you know it's a I mean? heavy history it's a heavy history and we can't forget it or just talk about let's de-weaponize the word by letting everybody use it freely it's, it's not really how it works you know what i mean i think everyone should stop using it um i don't like I, it i mean i agree i don't like the word i'm not comfortable saying it yeah um like i said i don't write it i don't say it anything like that i don't think black people should use it with each other as well you I know mean, what i yeah, mean i can see that yeah because it also that. opens doors and there's always going to be someone well you guys say to each other in a friendly brotherly yeah. kind of way why can't we say it too and but yeah just... we we also are on the same end of the spectrum no i get that you know what i mean i get so that there's but... there's always going to be that argument i mean i know that every black person is not going to stop using it i mean I feel like a lot of people, as they get older, they stop using it. Yeah, some, I think some so. don't. Some don't, which is also that's it's fine with me. I just want to see or hear anyone outside of again the spectrum using, using it. Using period. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's my thoughts on that, and you guys can let let us know as well how you feel about uh, using about it. Using it, you know what I mean? How um, you feel about your kids? If you guys have kids, like yeah. Do you say it around your kids mm -hmm. or, you know, even if your kids are older, teenagers or older adults and, mm -hmm. you know, are your kids who are older, like, are they using it? Are their friends using it? Like, how do they feel about that word? Yeah. Because, you know, you start hearing about the word as a black person very early in life, mm -hmm. whether it's used by your family members, because like we said, adults say to each other yeah. in a friendly type of way. Um, at what age do you think kids grasp the heaviness of the word if it's thrown around so lightly nowadays do you think they even if it even gets to that point it, with them it does i don't think it resonates with them no, how heavy it, it is does. because it's thrown around so lightly now and you know what I, again this comes back to uh what we spoke about last episode about educating our young uh because the history we learn in history class I'm telling you, I failed history class several times. It's not our history. It's not our history. Yeah. And I, I was never really into it. I was, I'm into a lot of history from, from the jump. Yeah. History, to, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's very interesting, mm -hmm. right? To yeah. learn about things that happened before us. Exactly. And I used to read all types of books and stuff like that and watch all types of documentary from a younger age, even mm -hmm. when in high school. So in history classes in high school, I, I was bored and I was kind of you know turned off by the history that i was learning right you know what i'm saying not to say that i don't respect the country or anything like that but when we got to black history it was kind of like and black people were slaves and uh moving on right and i'm just like wait what from what, from what i'm reading <laughs> from what i'm learning and from what i'm hearing from you know elders yeah there was a lot more to it than just that. Than just that. We weren't just slaves. That's not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt. And, and history for me just became a class that I kind of just 
I just went because I had to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was never interested at all. And and that's why I think teaching our young black girls and boys about our history as much as we can and try to retain as much as we can ourselves so mm-hmm. we can pass it down, mm-hmm. that would help them, especially when they're, uh, they, they're throwing the word around, then they'll eventually, I guess, start grasping heaviness of the, the word once they know what went in behind it yeah you know, all those things you yeah know what I mean? again that, those are my thoughts yeah how do you That's, how do you feel um i mean like i said before i feel like everybody should stop using it yeah black people white people everybody Asians, yeah everybody period i Spanish. mean it wouldn't make the world a, a worse off place i think it would definitely yeah be, if the be better. if the word has such a bad history and bad feelings behind it like let's just not use it period yeah i mean you know i mean i i, I don't see that foresee that happening no you know what i mean just but wishful thinking wishful hoping <laughs> yeah you know but for the time being um yeah that's the reason why we don't like people of non-color using it mm-hmm. uh it's the history behind it means a lot and you know Myself, I've been in situations where it's been used to put myself down. Right. You know I mean? Even by officers as well. I used to get stopped by police all the time. A lot. From school. A lot. Yeah, just walking home from school. I was stopped by a police officer once while driving. Yeah. I was scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. only because, well, I was stopped because the sticker on the license plate was expired. <laughs> I wasn't scared. That was my fault. I wasn't fearful for my life. So let me just clear that up. I was just scared because I was stopped, period. I've never been stopped. It was the one time ever that I've been stopped by a police officer. Right. And it's just like, no one wants to get pulled over by the cops because it's know. just like yeah. a negative check mark. Like, yeah. oh, you got pulled over by the cops. What'd you do? Yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's why I was no. like, oh God, what the hell did I, I do? <laughs> I feel like black men get pulled over black more men. than black women. Oh, for sure. You know, I've, for sure. I've been pulled over so many times. And, and, um, and my all my always my initial reaction is to push my hands out the window. Listen, you okay. Know what I mean? but so that's... little story. Mm-hmm. Every summer, we go to Lake Simcoe for the day, hang out with the family members, the kids, barbecue, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, two summers ago, we're driving separate cars because um, there's you know there's a lot of people. We have two cars, so we'll. Some yeah, go in his car, some go in our car. And your niece were visiting as well. Right. So we're driving along. Everyone's having a good time, listening to music. He's in his car in front of us. We're following him, whatever, whatever. We get to this stretch of road. It's empty. Mm-hmm. Why does this guy take off like on a speed? Okay. I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like, where is he going? A speed. Okay. Okay. First I, mistake. I didn't just take off. First of all, let me clarify the story. I didn't take off just like that. There was a car in front of me, and he just like braked out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I had to brake, and then he was just going slow. And I guess there was a turn because the, the these roads like turn off. The turnoffs are onto like rural areas. So right. I guess he was coming up on his stop, but he just braked suddenly. And I had to slam on my brakes. And then he was taking forever. So when he's finally about to turn, I I, 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 I gassed off and went around him. And then 
by the time I gassed off and went around him, uh, there was a police car coming down, uh, which the car had to wait and <laughs> let the car police car by and then turn. Uh, and then immediately, uh, by the time I, I uh, let go off the pedal, the, the cop made a U-turn and just came right up behind me. I don't remember and that I, part. Well, you can't remember it because you were in front of me. Yeah, I was behind you. <laughs> you were not behind me. You were in, I swear you were in front. I was behind you. Were you? I was following you. Okay. And I thought you were following And brother. remember when you got pulled over, mm-hmm. I pulled, I was behind. Oh, yeah, that's right. You pulled over behind me and then you went right. afterwards. Yeah, so. So you were in front of me. But yeah. anywho, a cop. On the other side, saw him made a U-turn. So you saw the him. you saw the car that turned. Did I did you not, not see a car in front. No, of me? I did not. There was a car in front of me. Okay. That's I remember the story clear as day. Okay, it's okay. I didn't just All take I'm off s- out of nowhere. Like get to a stretch of the. We've been on that road for a minute. So the cop pulled me over, and it's me and the kids in the car. And I was like, oh shit! And I go go. <laughs> hands out the window <laughs> yeah because we were out of the city so it's yep. not like you know yeah. it was an opp yeah yeah no it wasn't opp no was it wasn't it? No, no 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 i don't think it was opp i forgot what uh region that was um simcoe county was it simcoe yeah, yeah whatever but, their police anyways. officer so guys his license was expired <laughs> so he my got, birthday had just passed two days ago he so yeah he got a speeding ticket yep and he got a ticket for not having his plates renewed. Yep. Good thing he didn't look at the one that I was driving because those plates were in your name too. They were both of them were in my name and my birthday had just passed. Your birthday's at the end of the month. So technically you had the whole July <laughs> to renew the plates. <laughs> no, no, no. But you after, forgot. After your uh, birthday passed, uh-huh. they, I think they give you like a week grace period. Oh. So my birthday had just passed and he still wrote me the ticket. So that's why when I went to court for that, I always go to court to fight your tickets. The judge looked at it and he threw it out. Yeah. He, so he threw that out and he threw out uh, the uh, the insurance because my insurance slip hadn't come yet. And I got my insurance company to email to it, mm-hmm. email it to me. And date. I showed the officer with the date and everything to show you that I have active insurance. Yeah. But he's like, well, you don't have it all you. So he wrote me a ticket for that as well. Um, my ticket came up to, was it like $900? I don't know, it was expensive. It was stupid expensive. Moral of the story, I was scared that he got pulled over. Mm-hmm. So I pulled, and it was taking a while. We pulled up behind you. Because yeah. I was like, let me just sit here and wait. Yeah. And I think it's just like our mentality is to... Yeah. Did you pull like, your phone just out? Be scared. No, I didn't pull my phone out. Are you, are you supposed to have my back? I, I did have recording. your back. I was in the car. <laughs> there was another adult in the car. Yeah. Like, you know. We so just... what were you going to do? Come on and jump the officer? <laughs> <sighs> no. Whatever. So anyways, we, I went to court and they threw out two of the three tickets. So I really only got charged for speeding, which I, I didn't think was cool. I tried to fight it because I was like, I was accelerating to go around the guy. It's not like I was just speeding and he only saw me for five seconds i didn't see a car guys but he says he saw a car there was a car so and it turned off i'm gonna take his word i don't for know it. how she don't she didn't see that <laughs> you shouldn't be on the road then if you can't see other cars <laughs> <laughs> i'm a really good driver don't put that out there and i have 20 20 vision 
he is the one that needs glasses and refuses to go get his eyes checked. I do not need glasses. And you're a great driver, but (laughs) I'm probably going to lose points to bring this up. But you rode off a car. Like what? Wow. (laughs) You just rode off a car. And I'm like, not going to lie. I got in an accident too. The most dings and scratches on our cars it's from you all came from him no it's from you because when i get a when i get a a, a a new car i'm telling her yo when you go to the grocery store like wherever like you know where he park we live in scarborough so when we go to the grocery store or wherever i'm telling her park at the far end of the lot don't park close to near and every time she goes to the store and comes back it's like a ding on the door a ding on here a ding there so lie you know it's the truth. He's been in more than one accident. Okay. You know what happened the, one the time? The car that we just got right now. You actually hit a person one time. Yeah, I did. It was scary. It was. But that's we'll tell that story in a different way. <laughs> 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 they don't need to hear about my accident. See, but <laughs> you've gotten about, in most accidents. No, I had, no, no. I got, I got in one accident. I had one accident ever. Your accident wrote the car off. I still sold my car. The lady car. was speeding. That's true. It's true. She hit. She hit you. And, okay. And, yeah, I give you that. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the, the car we just got, you already scratched it. So let's talk about who puts things with the and chair whatnot. with the wheelchair. Yeah, we're getting off topic. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. We were talking about so um, bad. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, we were talking about getting pulled over and, and being stopped and stuff. We're like that. way off topic because. Yeah. Because we are supposed to be talking about reclaiming the N word. We're, we're still we're, we're getting back to it. We're getting back to it. I mean, yeah. So when I was in high school and I just got to high school, there was always a couple of white guys that you know were bigger than me, a little more intimidating, and uh, they were like a couple of grades ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And they would always come and be like, "What's up, my nigga?" And it's like, and I'd be like, "Hey." hey, hey. And then it's like <laughs> you did what? You know. Don't worry about it. But it's like I didn't know how to react to it because I didn't like it. But at the same time, I didn't want to get my ass kicked. And I done seen what they did to the other guy. Oh wow! A couple of days ago, so I'm not trying to be that guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Maybe. How did you rectify that situation? I I kind of just they just graduated. I just, yeah. I just kind of let it play it out. Yeah. You know what I mean, but it, I guess if you think about it, it's a bullying type of situation. But because in our community, we're taught so much about not snitching and this, that, I didn't really go to seek help. That was our next I, topic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Snitch culture. This, is that what you call it? The snitch this, culture? Yes, because it's a whole, like, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. What happens now, too, when kids are playing, mm-hmm. someone does something wrong. Yeah. And then the kid comes to tell one of us or tell their parents, mm-hmm. don't be a snitch. Don't be a tattletale. It starts it, off with tattletale. Don't, don't tattletale. Number one, they're kids. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to advocate for themselves properly. Mm-hmm. So they're telling you so you can do something about advocate it. For them. Exactly. But because this mentality and these things that are embedded in us from so young, mm-hmm. don't snitch, don't do this, don't do that. You know what I mean? then you run into a situation and you don't really know how to rectify it. And sometimes that situation can escalate and get worse if you don't yeah. try to seek help. So we really got to figure out as a community how to really navigate these things. You're basically telling them, 
if they can't or don't know how to advocate for themselves, mm-hmm. that they still can't come to you for help as their parent. Right. Because you're just going to cool. be like, don't snitch. They're, because basically what happens. So let's say our kids, yeah. they argue, they fight a lot. They do all of that stuff. Right. 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 Um, some They'll do something or they won't want to cooperate with Kalia or whatever. So she'll be like coming downstairs to tell on them right Mm -hmm. and you can hear them be like why do you always have to tell everything yeah the thing is Mm -hmm. that she is so young yeah so if they're doing something that she doesn't like or they're not supposed to do she can't deal with it yeah she can't advocate for herself so she has to come and say so and so did this Mm -hmm. and i don't like it and then I'm going to say, did you tell them that you didn't like it and to stop doing it? Yes, but they're not listening to me. Right. So then I have to step in and say, you guys need to treat your sister accordingly. Right. 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 So Respect. it's not being a snitch and it's not being a tattletale because she literally is smaller than them, the youngest mm-hmm. out of the two of them. And she literally cannot do anything about it because they're not going to listen to her. Exactly. Right? Yep. So the same thing with... Yeah, that's, like, I feel like that's where I was. I was yeah. smaller than this guy, grade nine, coming in, you know what I mean? And I didn't know how to advocate for myself. I didn't want to go to these... Like, they were tall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Right. There are tall, intimidating white guys, too. Not just not just black people. You know what I mean? And I can imagine in high school, too, like, the snitch culture yeah. is in full effect. This is not no kindergarten, right. grade, you know, preschool type of thing. Yeah, and it was the whole stitches get stitches thing. You know oh what I mean? Oh my gosh! Yeah, so yeah, man. I, um, yeah, these guys used to kick ass, and I did not want to be next. Mm-mm. So I'm like, ah, uh, you know what? I just try to avoid seeing him, and then he won't have to say it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you think like this whole snitch culture affects our community as a whole? You know what? To be honest, I feel like we really need to reassess this whole snitch thing because there's all there are also a lot of unsolved uh, crimes because of this you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, there's some points where I get it where people are like mind your own business and uh, you don't get involved because you're afraid for your life as well right right but right. the reality is if we don't think the police can protect us we try to protect ourselves in these other ways right like okay Police don't care about my life. Mm-hmm. Police don't value my life as a black person. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go snitch because if someone finds out, the police is not going to protect me. Right. I'm just going to become another statistic. You right. Know what I mean? Right. And I think a lot of it, that's where it starts from with, you know, younger the community, younger from the younger ages mm-hmm. and then getting to a certain point and feeling like, uh, yeah, you're not going to be protected because part of me didn't want to go tell a teacher because then I feel like I was going to get my ass kicked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's going to really be looking out for me? Looking out for you, yeah. And I feel like, too, when, you know what they say, it's like when there's a problem mm-hmm. and you don't address it, like a problem in front of you, like you're not going and digging into people's lives or whatever or Right, right. Trying to find a problem. But if there's an issue in front of you and you see something is being done wrong, yeah. you're supposed to try to help. And right. if you're not trying to fix the situation, then you're, 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 a, part of the you're a part of the problem, right? 
So I think it's the I same thing with, with snitch culture. No, I, I agree 100%. Right? That's why, 100%. you know, sometimes things happen at school with kids and kids don't say anything. You yeah. don't know that they're getting bullied. You don't know, you know, that there are so many things are happening to them. And, and I, I can see that taking them uh, a toll on uh, someone mentally. You yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, I agree with that. I definitely think we need to. We need to figure this one out, man. We need to figure it out as a as a people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and I, I do know a, a lot of it uh, comes with us feeling, mm-hmm. you know, undervalued and not protected by the ones that should protect us as well. Because if you know that you can you can go talk to somebody about what happened and mm-hmm. let them know what happened, yeah, without you getting into some. Uh, issue issue with yeah. somebody else yeah. that's associated with that person or you know or dealing with any kind of consequences afterwards mm-hmm. um then i think people would be more open to you know speaking about things but that's just my take on it yeah i get that yeah that makes sense and i think we have to with our kids is just you know not even use that word not even say they're being a tattletale or anything yeah because um, or a snitch or when right. they're young, they're gonna tell everything. Like that's true. Whether it's true. A significant or insignificant, yeah. and it's not until they get a little bit older that I mm-hmm, feel like mm-hmm. they start to gauge. Yeah. Okay. Start this, telling a little lie oh, here and there. He broke the Lego. Okay, it's really not worth telling yeah. somebody that he broke a Lego. Yeah. You know, they start keeping each other's secrets. Like it's just a natural. It's just the way that naturally. Um, people grow when they learn different things and they realize, okay, I don't have to say everything. I don't have to tell everything yeah, or whatever. But as they're younger, it's just their way. I think of just asking for help when they come and they tell yeah. on somebody. I mean, it might be a sibling trying to get the other sibling in trouble. <laughs> There's also that part of it. Right. Yeah. But, um, well, I see, I today. right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but for the most part, I think it's just their way of asking for help. Mm-hmm. And us in turn turning around and like kind of punishing them for asking for help. It's like it's going to deter them from asking for help in the future. Yeah. You know, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Great points. Just my little two cents. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I think that was a very good segment. So uh, this episode ran on pretty long, but it went pretty fast. I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. Let, let us know your thoughts below though about uh, this topic today or the topics today uh, and that uh, brings us to the end of our main topic our main segment um, let's get into our very last segment of the show which is quote of the day quote of the day why do I, I say really, it like that I don't know but I really love this one we should try to say it together you like the quote or I like the you quotes. like the segment I like the segment Oh. But uh, I like the segment because I like the quotes. Okay. So today's quote is coming from Real Talk Kim again. Mm-hmm. And it says, you got to stop bleeding on people who didn't cut you. Mm. And that was from one of her podcasts. Yeah. That I she was talking that. about. I listened to her podcast. That's... Her podcasts are really good. That's pretty good. So basically... So... Her podcast was about forgiveness. And when you don't forgive someone, you walk around with the wounds from 
other people. The person that hurt you. Yeah. And you're bleeding on the other people. So the other people that you meet or the other people in your life are dealing with the aftermath of what the other person did to you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right? Yeah. So instead of taking care of the open wound, you're walking around bleeding on everybody. Bleeding on everybody. You're angry. You're taking out your anger, your frustration, your hurt on everybody else. It's like, for instance, let's say you're in a relationship and the person before your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend cheated on you or, you know, used to abuse you or whatever. So mm-hmm. every man that comes along, you're basically basically treating that man or woman mm-hmm. like your ex. Mm. Right? So that's, I guess, would be the definition of you bleeding on somebody else. On somebody yeah. else. That's pretty good, you know? Um yeah, and a lot of times, I feel like I've said this before, but a lot of times we think when we forgive someone, we're doing it for them. Mm-hmm. Really, you're doing it for yourself. So I guess in her analogy, uh, she's saying um, to, I guess, close the open wound so you're not bleeding on other people by forgiving that person for yourself. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So I think that's what she was she was trying to get at. That's what I take from it. Right. I mean, if you have a wound, open, cut, sore, whatever, mm-hmm. you don't tend to why it. wouldn't you want to heal it? Exactly. Like, why wouldn't you want to take care of it so that it can heal? Because a lot of bad things can ha- happen with an open wound. You right. You can get an infection. You, have, you could possibly lose that limb or wherever it is. Right. Um, and it, it just gets worse the longer you leave it open. Which yeah. that's a great analogy. Yeah, because this yeah. the people you're bleeding on could be in your life to help you get through or get past mm-hmm. whatever you've been through before. Yeah. But you're not gonna realize it until you start the healing process yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? I like that. So Alright, I guess yeah. we can leave you with that. Uh let us know your thoughts about today's uh topics topics um leave a comment down below uh if you have any topics that you would like us to discuss or any questions or uh, suggestions uh, feel free to let us know in the comments if you're listening on spotify and apple Podcasts, please like and rate, rate and, and review, review. <laughs> yeah rate and review rate and view r&r rate and review r&r yes um and if you're listening over on spotify or Apple Podcast. You could also leave us a comment. Just fly over to our Instagram and hit us up there. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is at More Love Fam, and you can also check out some stuff on our website at morelovefamily.com. Perfect. All right, that's uh, wraps up another great uh, episode. Thank you guys for sticking around. Until next time, more love. Feel free to reach out to us at any time. Your comments, likes, and shares go a long way. You can connect with us on Instagram at Morla Fam and at Morla Family across all other platforms.